This is the Roaring Elephant Podcast, and here I am with my oh-so-successful co-host, Jon. Hello, Jon. And I'm joined by the secret of my success, Dave. Hi, Dave. <laughs> oh, it's this beautiful, beautiful uh, symbiotic relationship we have here. Yeah, I think it's because we're getting into deep into the fall, winter season. We're getting lonely, I think. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to hibernate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's where the sweater comes. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Fair uh, so we are talking um, this episode about success, and I do think I do I do think it's important to maybe start off just by setting some expectations or or sort of um you know trying to get some sort of realistic idea of of what success might look like for you um if you're going ahead into a podcast um, um i think it's also important to make sure that people understand we're talking from what we do yeah, we have experience from the kind of podcast that we do, and if you've been listening to all of our episodes, as uh, Dave uh, mentioned a couple of episodes ago, that's one episode per day and more. <laughs> like we do a full year, um, that's where it comes from, right? And there's different kind of podcasts where this success criteria would be measured quite differently, probably. Mm. But we're talking about if you want to do a podcast more as a hobby, not as a job. Expectations of that are handing it back to you. Well, I mean, I, I was going to say. It, for me, it was it was actually more about you need to you need to have an understanding of what success looks like because you want to be striving for towards something and you want it needs it needs to be realistic. Um, but how do you know it's be, realistic if you've never done this before? Well, hopefully by listening to this podcast. Um, <laughs> but also, like it, it, so it needs to be realistic. It needs to be something that will challenge you a little bit. You know, something that will hopefully stretch you, something for you to really strive for. Um, you also need to be prepared to adjust your idea of success as well, um, as as the world changes, as um, as as you know, maybe the, the the genre that you're looking at or something like that evolves. Um, you know, just don't be overly wedded to one particular set of criteria and just understand you may need to be flexible. So, you know, Jan's already kind of mentioned on one of the previous episodes, I think we started off with a goal of, you know, maybe, maybe 10 people, <laughs> maybe we could convince 10 people to listen to this. I think then we had like two, maybe 300, wouldn't that be yeah, wild? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we started off with, um, you know, I think very, very modest expectations. Well, we didn't think they were modest at the time. At the time, you were thinking, I mean, no yeah, one's ever going to yeah, listen maybe. to us. So if you can get like 100 people. And I do think we, when we had a discussion, we did say, we're going to try this. But if it doesn't take off, if nobody listens, we're going to stop this. We're not just yeah. going to keep flogging a dead horse. This is not just, it is a part of self-gratification to be able to do this and be able to say, I can tell people that I do a podcast. That's kind of nice. But if nobody listens to us, we, were, we have kind of agreed that we keep, we're going to give it a couple of months. Mm. And if we really don't get any traction, then we'll just say, nice try, learn something, move on something else. So yeah, it was a 
small expectations at one two hundred. That's basically what we say. If we have that, then apparently something is happening <laughs> that we can continue. That's how I remember it from seven yeah. years ago when my hair was less white. Yeah, yeah, and your beard was far less full. Um, but it's it's also you know we, we started off. I, I think I think even when we did that. I, th I think we still thought that was fairly modest. I think we, I think we thought that that was like maybe achievable. Um, no, I didn't. Uh, I was pretty much convinced this was gonna die in four episodes <laughs> for a, a million of reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I can, I can see that. I can Your personality see that. is very different than mine. I'm the pessimist of the group. That's You're true. the I'm, I'm, I'm just a different type of pessimist, let's face it. Um, <laughs> so, you know, we, we had some fairly, well, we had, let's say we had some goals early on. Um, we very quickly achieved those goals. Let's, let's be, let's be pretty honest here. Like we were way more successful than we thought we were going to be. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's important then to reframe and redefine. Okay. So we we very quickly smashed um, several <laughs> several hundred <laughs> listeners probably with the first episode pretty much, um, and so like yeah we we set further growth goals we sort of continued to um, kind of drive up what we thought we could do, and for us I think over time. You know, we ha we also had to adjust our expectations. You know, when COVID hit, all podcasts pretty much yeah. took a very, very significant hit in terms of listener base. And this was for those of you that you know aren't in the podcast world. Um, it will make perfect sense when I talk about it. But lots of people listen to podcasts when traveling, yeah, um, on on their commutes to work, on their long haul trips on, you know, whatever it is that they're doing. And all of a sudden, you know, people were locked down, people were not traveling at all. And, you know, podcast listening went, you know, through the floor. Um, and it did take a, a really significant amount of time. It took a couple of years for that to really sort of pick back up again and for people to, um, to sort of get back to those sorts of habits. So, the reason that I'm kind of sharing that is like sometimes things will just be out of your control. Like sometimes your listener numbers will, will take a dive for reasons that you, you know, maybe at the time you cannot fathom and only later on will, will sort of, they make themselves clear. And, you know, some of this is just, that's life. That's just the way it happens. And it doesn't mean that you, you know, you, you failed or you've been unsuccessful. It just means that, you know, stuff's happened and that's just that's just the roll of the dice um i think some another way that we have or i've certainly thought about success for this podcast is the the sort of variety of discussions that that jan and i have had and jan myself and and sort of many guests have have had and they're sort of i'm actually quite proud of the variety of different discussions, different conversations, different topics, and that sort of thing that we've covered. And I don't, I don't think that we've ever actually mentioned that as like a something that we strived to do. But as I think about this podcast and 
how I think about it from a success or not perspective. I think that is something I'm actually pretty proud of. Well, probably not. I'm not sure if I use that word myself, but I mean, one of my goals for this, this uh, podcast was to educate myself on things mm. that I would otherwise not spend time on. And yeah, the variety we did uh, on topics definitely has enriched my life. And I hope uh, life for our listeners too a little bit. If you, have, if you can have enticed somebody to look something up, figure something out, dive into something, I mean, that's definitely good. Uh, one thing that I would say as a real measure of success is our guests. Uh, mm. Not just the quality of guests, but guests actually being happy to come back again, mm. to be recurring guests to come back. And it has become easier to get new guests. I mean, in the beginnings, nobody knew who you were. So you're a podcast, you want me as a guest, who are you, what are you? And we, it's good. we have these three episodes on YouTube, on, on, on iTunes. Some, that was a lot harder by today mm. if we reach out to somebody. I don't think anybody ever said no. Yeah, in, no, in, in recent years, I mean, no, I think I think we 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 have we have had people where there were challenges on on timing, you yeah. know, they that sort of thing. But no one's ever turned us down, which okay. I think is awesome. And I think that's part that's an achievement that we've uh, come to a point where we're no uh, known enough that people oh, roaring elephant, yeah, and that our content is of a style. That is, uh, I'm not saying non-threatening, but I mean that guests can feel at ease. And I think mo mostly when we have a guest over, they'll everyone's a bit nervous at the beginning. Most people will be nervous at the beginning, but very quickly we just start talking, and the people just open up. And mm. our guests are typically not guarded when they're on our mm. show. They just talk with us, and I think that's a, anything more, anything else. I think that's our biggest achievement: the fact that we've been able to create a place that we can just invite total strangers to be honest mm. and have in the span of 10 15 minutes an enjoyable conversation yeah very much so very much so yeah. um so we've been doing this for well at this point uh, before you go um, to the next point yeah i want to point some one thing out hmm. we have never ever 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 and never ever ever will we state success monetarily we will not go into money we will not say i'll be successful if i made x amount of euros every week every month something like that now if you're the kind of business podcast and you have a business plan behind it more power to you mm -hmm. have fun but that has never been a driving factor for us i mean i think we've put a lot more money into this into this podcast than we'll ever hope to get out of it yeah that's fair but that's valid. That's valid for every hobby, and I think this hobby has been one of the most rewarding hobbies I've I've had. Uh, but if you start a podcast and you want to do this because you want to make money, I would actually say don't do it. It is very hard to make a living out of podcasting or, or YouTube casting. There are a couple of big names out there that do this, and they're mm. doing very well, and they're making a very good uh, salary, probably. It takes a lot of effort, a lot of luck, and a lot of connections to make that happen. If you can do that, great. But it's like with music artists, with sings, uh, uh, singers, mm. musicians. Uh, yes, you know the ones that make millions of euros every year, every month, every concert. You don't know the three billion other people that are trying to do that 
So putting your success into monetary values from the start, I think it's a bad idea. Yeah. At some I mean, point, if you do become very popular, you might put that as a next goal. Yeah. But I would, start, I would shy away. Yeah, I, I agree. It, it's it's one of these things that the even those uh, podcasts that I would consider as being wildly successful, you know, whenever they do a sort of behind the scenes, like it, it's it's tough. Like they, they often talk about how, you know, they're, they're investing huge amounts of their own kind of money, time and everything else into the podcast. And like even some of the, what I would consider, you know, very, very popular and very successful audio drama podcasts. Many of them are still very much uh, in the, in the red as it were. And, you know, it's, it's done because the person or the people involved just love doing it. And like, this is, this is their hobby. This is what they invest their time and, and effort into. They don't, you know, don't play golf and things like that. They, you know, they well, run a, pod run a podcast them. empire. Maybe, yeah, maybe a golfing <laughs> podcast, but, um, but that's not something I would listen to. Uh, so yeah, I think, it, the, I think this is also important for your investment. Uh, if you invest in hardware or software or resources for the podcast, keep a level head. Don't think I'll buy this 10,000 camera. I'm going to make it back in a year or something like that. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. And we'll, we'll get to our recommendations on technology in future episodes. Um, but if we move on a little bit, so this is, uh, I love doing this cause I know it winds you on up. So this is our 372nd episode. Um, we've been doing this for over seven years and every we, we've talked a little bit before about every year we have a bit of a, a bit of a reset a bit of a discussion on okay so what do we want to change what do we want to tweak what do we want to adjust you know do we want to pivot something um and you know annually just becomes a natural point to have that discussion and we do also talk about okay do we still want to carry on doing this um you know, have we, have we reached our peak? Have we reached our zenith? Have we achieved everything we want to do? Is there still value in this, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So it's not like, don't shy away from those, those discussions, those conversations. Like it's a healthy, it's a healthy discussion to have, to make sure that both yourself and your co-host, um, assuming you're running a, a duo like we do, are still aligned and still engaged and still, you know, still get something out of the experience. Um, you know, winding up uh, a podcast is, is not a bad thing. And I would argue like limping on with something that, you know, has no audience or, and you're most, most importantly, you're not enjoying anymore. Mm -hmm. Like that's, that's the worst, like it's the worst of both worlds. Please don't do that. Um, you know, think about your yourself and your well-being and what motivates and, and energizes you first and foremost, especially if this is a hobby. If this is a hobby and all it does is drain you, that's, <laughs> you're doing it wrong. Yeah, it's also a death spiral, right? If you don't enjoy it anymore, your content will become less and you have less listeners, which makes you unhappier, which makes you make worse content and you're just circling down the drain and get depressed and that's not worth it. The hobby should give you energy, should make you look forward to it. I mean, all of the 
hassle and annoyances and time sunk sunk sink that this thing is uh, it's still sad if for some reason we can't uh, record during a certain uh, slot i mean we have busy calendars we have busy agendas in the summertime we take vacation and we have to look at the calendars and say oh we, we can't do our weekly slot this week and yeah i mean it's not the end of the world but it's i, I do miss it yeah <laughs> it's like yeah. that day i'm just running around i'm supposed to do something I'm supposed to do something because <laughs> it's kind of built in and if you don't have that anymore i mean for me that would be more important than losing listeners to be honest because losing a couple of listeners would be sad i mean i would be a sign that something is wrong and needs to be looked at, uh, I guess. But that would not as quickly make me give it up than yeah, not having that excitement, that, that, that looking forward to the recording and not looking forward to the editing at all, <laughs> but still looking forward to it. Uh, <laughs> sentiment. Yeah. Um, I mean, for me... For me, I think this this comes down to, I suppose, probably two things. Like one, one would definitely be like if I wasn't enjoying doing this anymore. Like if this felt like it was something that would was becoming a, a burden or a pain, or you know, like then you know, they're not. It just wouldn't make sense to continue. Mm. But you know, the other thing is, um, you know, if if Jorn were to, to change his mind or decide that he was done, like then we've, we've talked a little bit about this before. Like if, if either one of us decided, okay, you know, it's been a fun run, but we're, we're, uh, we're, we're happy to conclude the journey now. Like neither of us would, would continue with this either solo or with another co-host or anything like that. And it, there's something particularly that I love about this, which is very, very much to do with with my co-host and and the 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 sort of the relationship that you and I have built up over many, many years of of this and many other discussions that we have is something that makes the podcast, in my mind, like special and worth doing and an enjoyable experience. Yeah, it makes it unique. It's Roaring Elf, and that's the two of us and uh, a lot of audience. Thank you very much, audience. Mm-hmm. Couldn't do it without you really but uh, yeah we talked about this before and maybe if you dropped off and i want to keep on podcasting i'll do something else mm. but uh yeah having a, a new roaring elephant host to replace one of us we kind of decided that we would never do that yeah yeah, yeah. and that's not to say that you know you shouldn't if you go and do your own podcast thing you do you other people you know do this all uh, the time and yeah and but sometimes do keep it's... in mind that it'll have an effect because yeah. the people are what makes the podcast. And if you change the people around, your the culture of the podcast will change. And mm-hmm. I've personally stopped listening to, to a number of podcasts because the hosts changed. Mm. Because their style was no longer what I wanted. Because the, the way they expressed themselves, the, the tonality basically of the podcast was no longer what I thought enjoyable. Which of yeah. course is not a problem because these podcasts went on and had a fruitful life I, I guess i have no mm-hmm. idea because i don't listen to them anymore but uh that for me as well is that yeah, you can't keep the same identity i mean we've been uh, over the years not not recently more we have talks from time to time to actually add a third co-host but even that never really worked out because 
that wouldn't be the rolling off anymore. Yeah. Indeed. So, so that. Yeah, I mean the this this really this all started in a uh, a little uh, steakhouse in Warsaw, and uh, uh, a month or so ago, Jan and I did a little bit of forensics uh, yeah. to figure out exactly where it was. And uh, for us, it was a place called Butchery and Wine in Warsaw. On September the 9th was the was the exact date. What was the year? <laughs> oh, I didn't note that down. It must be 2014, 15? I think so. I mean, we're almost eight years going. So subtract eight from 2023 or 2015. Yeah, there you go. Maths. Se September the 9th, 2015. <laughs> And this is why Jan's the smart one. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, so, yeah. it correctly there. Um, I hope you, uh, I hope you enjoyed this. I think that's that's all we have for this. But we are moving into now the uh, next episode. We'll start talking about the the technology behind the podcast and also how that's evolved and how you can get started. Yes, with that, uh, last shout out to Butchery and Wine in Warsaw, and that means two things. Warsaw is a very boring place because it gives you time to talk about this stuff, and I'm so happy I'm not drinking alcohol anymore because apparently it makes you do stupid things. <laughs> 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 but that is all the time we have for today. You can support this uh, almost eight-year-old podcast by becoming a patron. Contributions to help us keep us alive. And on YouTube, hit the notification bells, like us, subscribe to us. Uh, we do make videos, watch them. That's the reason they're there you can go to our website at www.roaringoff.org there's links there to the page and page youtube page and other stuff about the podcast uh we don't do twitter anymore so forget about x <laughs> but you can still send your feedback by email to podcast at roaringoff.org if any ideas any things we can talk about let us know inspiration is always welcome with that until next time my name is um still looking for success you'll and my name is still enjoy a good steak dave <laughs> i look forward to eating it uh, to, to talk to you again next week goodbye don't eat our audience <laughs> see you then oh, <laughs>